Don't Cause a Ruckus is a completely fan-produced show of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment network. The first ever open-source professional sports league controlled entirely by you, the fans. If you'd like to watch live, tune into our Twitch, YouTube, or social media channels every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, it's time for Don't Cause a Ruckus with AJ Kaw and Jose Ruckus. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Don't Cause a Ruckus, the sports debate show that tries not to take itself too seriously. I am your host, Jose Ruckus. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and arch rival, AJ Ka. What's up, AJ? How we doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Oh, man, just having a just a regular old week here, you know? How quickly do we get back into the old ways once the new year starts? Ex- uh, yeah, man, like... I mean, you know, I've actually been like trying to keep up. I've been drinking a lot more water this year, trying to keep a keep my my planner going, organized and whatnot, trying to better myself. You know. Yeah, I haven't done anything that I <laughs> said I was gonna do. I was like, I, I'm gonna start my one punch man like workout, like I I did like a you know, before, wow, it was like two years now that I think about it because I got surgery last year on my shoulder. I was like, I'll get back into that. I haven't done anything. <sighs> we'll get. Yeah. We'll get. We'll get there. Sure. Give, give, right. me, give me another two weeks, and then well, February well, is the got, real start of the year, the world, right? Man, all the time in the world. If you didn't already know, you can watch Don't Cause a Ruckus live every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, over on twitch.tv slash sports or live on youtube.com. Or Facebook, apparently. And oh, we're on Facebook, too? And Twitter, too. I you I stream on Facebook. Yeah, and, and on Twitter. And, and we got podcast form, too. Yeah, if you can't watch live, that's totally fine. You can check out the show on the YouTube, youtube.com slash at sports, or on any of the podcast services around the globe. We got a pretty big week of sports. The NFL season has officially wrapped up. We're headed into the postseason. We're getting to the thick of the NBA season and stuff. So let's hop into the topics, man. NFL season wrap up. Yeah, it was a crazy season. It was a wonky season. Definitely. What were some of the biggest surprises for you? What were some of the biggest, uh, you know, upsets, some of the biggest disappointments? Oh, man, there's just so many that you could go over. Uh, biggest disappointment for me, uh, Falcons leaving Marcus Mariota in for so long. Uh, that was not great. Uh, biggest surprises, upsets, the Seahawks, man, did not think that they were going to do good. Uh Brock Purdy, I'll throw him on the list. Also, Mr. not expecting him to do good. That's pretty uh, crazy to watch. It, it's just been, uh, like I said, a crazy, crazy season. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I want the Seahawks to do well. They're not gonna, but I want them to. No, of course they're not going to. Yeah. At did least I buy my? Did I buy my tickets to the game anyway? Am I going there Saturday? Saturday afternoon? Sitting right behind the end zone, gonna watch my team get blown out by thirty points, but it doesn't matter, AJ, because we made it to the playoffs and we have the number five pick in the draft. This season is nothing season. but success for us. Yeah, it was a good season for you guys. I honestly, I, I I love that you're a realistic fan. You're not going in and being like, we're gonna beat the forty ers Like, nah, 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 absolutely not. No, but um, what about you, man? I mean. The biggest surprises and stuff, um, I would say, like, one, how well the Chiefs have been playing despite losing Tyreek Hill. I did think that was going to take a huge hit into their offense, and they still managed to put their finish in the number one seed. 
that's pretty crazy. Um, you don't normally lose a player of that caliber and stand up, still end up doing very, very well in a season. Um, yeah. The I will say the the Jaguars have been a huge surprise to me after the absolute oh, tire yes. fire that that team was last year with Urban Meyer and everything. The way that they Doug Peterson's come in there and just like ride the ship, took them into the playoffs a year after like one of the most disastrous front office things we've seen in a long time. It's been pretty crazy. Another great thing Tony Khan has done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll give Tony because Tony Khan did also hire Urban Meyer. So I'm not going to let's not let's not give him too much credit there. But uh, he, he helped write the ship. Let's let's put it that way. He was the first mate to the captain that write the ship. Yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> I think I think all he does there is look at undrafted free agents. Like, I don't think he does actually much in that organization. No, I don't think he does. I think his dad probably like is the main guy behind it. I think I think that's how it, it goes down over at the Jaguars camp. I, but I, I will say like last year, I felt like the season was the NFL season was like kind of boring for me last year. I thought the playoffs were very, very good, but like. I kind of lost interest like halfway through the NFL season last year. Like I felt like we had a lot of lot of big injuries and stuff last year. The games, I don't know, they were kind of sloppy and stuff. This year, I I was way more locked in, way more interested in the entire season. Same, honestly. Uh, I think it's more just the fact that it was just so like, as Stathead would like to say, it was just so chaotic this season. Like I, I know that the people who thought they did like drafted super well in fantasy got a rude awakening like week two, week three. You're like, well, I'm at the bottom of the league, but I thought I did great. So it was just that type of year. Uh, you know, I think next year is going to be very similar, if not more chaotic, because I expect like a lot of QB changes. I just really do. I don't think that a lot of these teams are going to keep the same quarterbacks. And when you change the quarterback, you're changing the way your team runs and looks. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could see things like Lamar Jackson leaving the Ravens, which I honestly think might happen. Um, there's going to be some teams looking for a Brock Purdy out there. There's going to be some, you know, maybe Geno Smith is one of these guys who ends up bouncing around going to a different team. Like, there were some, like, low-key, like, huge performances um, who was it? Uh, Jacoby Brissett on the Browns before Deshaun Watson came back. He was actually leading that team's offense pretty damn well. Like, there's going to be some free agents out there that people are going to be looking at. There's going to be obviously there's two high profile quarterbacks in the draft. Um, it's going to be yeah. I think you're going to see a big changeover. One thing that like blew my mind when I read it uh, a couple days ago: Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs. Wow, that's a that that is a wild thing to think of if you think about it. It feels, I mean, just a couple of years ago, it feels like he was like the youngest guy walking into those playoffs in a in a room full of Tom Brady's and Drew Brees's, and now he's the veteran quarterback of the AFC. Man, it's it's nuts how fast the sport moves. It is. It, it, it's a it's a fast paced game. Uh, I think it's because the average player doesn't have the longest career, you know? It's also, just, we're, we're at that turning point now. Like Tom Brady is the last of those, those old, like Peyton's gone. Drew Brees is gone. Matt Ryan is, you know, he's probably gone now. Aaron Rodgers maybe even is gone. That's another big surprise from this season. How terrible the Packers were. 
And now Aaron Rodgers is hinting at possibly walking away from uh, the game. I mean, I I think he should. I've been preaching. I've been praying for it. I feel like him, uh, Brady, Matt Ryan, like those three, they got to go. I really, I really think it's time for them to move along and allow this next generation to come up because, you know, imagine if uh, Stetson Bennett goes to the Saints. Like that would change up that organization and change it completely. I I think everybody in Georgia would like hate themselves because that is <laughs> the opposite of what they want. But you know, it's one of those situations where you got to think like these guys. May, maybe I don't want. I've been saying Stetson Bennett is not going to be a good NFL quarterback for a while. I think he's a college quarterback, but it's it's one of those things where like you have to give these kids this shot. You have to give them the opportunity. If not starting, at least give him a shot quicker than you gave Desmond uh, Ritter. You know, I don't know. It it really depends. It seems like some quarterbacks really do thrive on being able to sit behind an organization for a while, but then there are other ones who like really just take off from the jump. I don't know. It's it's really hard to try to make that determination of whether or not you want to take a rookie and let them sit for a while. Because uh, I, I for a long time I was on the. Just let the guy go out there and play. Just let him, let him go out there and play and see. Let them get game experience. Let them learn. But then, I mean, you have guys like Patrick Mahomes who sat for a year. Um, Tua seems to be playing a lot better since he spent a lot of the time sitting there. Um, and then, like, you do have guys like, um, I don't know, like, uh, it's Purdy. Uh, Brock, I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy, apparently. Yeah. But, like, um, <laughs> The uh, there there are some guys who do just go out there like a, a Josh Allen who goes out there looks terrible his first year but then puts together Jalen Hurts also didn't really look like much of a franchise quarterback his first year but they just learn through game experience so I don't I don't know I think I think you could really go either way I think if I think you got to consider the teams that are out there right now like the Saints I just got to say the Saints are a different situation because they're in a conference that nobody's doing well. Yeah. But like put him on another team that really needs a quarterback, like give Indianapolis a shot without Matt Ryan, who knows. But if it's one of those situations where it's if you're not doing well in the season, you don't have a shot at doing well or going to the playoffs, why not? I'm a, I'm a big fan of, you know, experience by doing. Like it's great to watch as much as you can, but getting the reps in, I think, is better thing. If you're not positive, you're gonna have a good season. Why not give the kid a shot, kid? Why not give the new guy a shot when you know you're not expecting him to win? If he wins, hey, win-win situation. If he doesn't win, who cares? He's getting reps in. It's still a win-win situation. It's a, it's a fair point. Uh, Freddie Airmail in the chat asks, do you know which quarterback, the only quarterback who took 100% of his team snaps this year? Yes, it was Geno Smith who led his team to the playoffs. I think speaking that's, of that's the playoffs, Speaking of the playoffs, let's do our little NFL playoff breakdown here. We got, um, I think you and I both filled out some brackets, but um, let's just do a quick, quick run through, uh, you know, on... The uh, the AFC side, you know, you've got the the Chiefs, the Bills, Dolphins, Bengals, Ravens, Jaguars, Chargers. Who do you have coming out of the AFC, AJ? Uh, let me let me look at my thing. I, I know that uh, I think it's like Bill. I gotta look at it real quick. Uh, I, I know we sent it to you. Here 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 it is. Here it is. Here it is. I sent it to you. Uh, 
Bills, Dolphins, uh, it's going to be the Bills. You got Bengals, Ravens. The Ravens are kind of a complete mess. I'm going to go with the Bengals. And then Jaguars, Chargers. Uh, the Chargers have looked horrible all year. But I think they're going to eke one out over the Jaguars. I, I don't know why. I think this is an upset, even though people are going to say it's an upset the other way. But uh, I think I think we were talking about it last night and said that like the Vegas odds are literally dead even for these teams. Yeah, which is like kind of nuts. So I I, I I don't know. That, that those are my feelings. What do you, what are your thoughts, Jose? I've I've got an interesting bracket. You know, okay. I might just hear Jim. I'm just gonna drop uh, this bracket here in the uh, in the background. Let me get this for you because uh, I think maybe the people want to take a look at my bracket. You have a nuts bracket, don't you? You have a spicy, as Peanut would say, you'd have a spicy take. Yeah, you know, I might. I just might. Oh man, this thing's not working quite right. Okay, here's. I'll just tell you. I'll just. I'll. I'll tell you what I got here. Okay. okay. So I'm going to run through all the games for you just very, very fast. So Bills, Bills, Dolphins, obviously I've got the Bills coming out of that. Cincinnati Bengals, Ravens, Bengals are winning this. They're saying Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Should be an easy pick. Jacksonville versus the Chargers. I've got the Chargers. Then we got Kansas City versus the Chargers. I'm taking Kansas City, right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes can't count him on the playoffs. Buffalo Bills versus the Bengals. I'm going with the Bills. I think that team's rallying right now. They've been the be- one of the better teams throughout the entire season. Replaying a game that got started but never finished. The Bills are going to go out there. They're going to win. And then in the AFC Championship, I've got the Bills going through. Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Okay, see, that's where I disagree. I got Bills, Bengals. Everything else I got the same except Bill Bengals. I got the Bengals winning it. I feel like they're thirsty. Plus, you got, you know, good old Joe. They wanted last to get year. that cigar. It's not, it's not. It's not a bad pick. And then Chiefs Bengals. I think it's going to go Chiefs. I think Chiefs are going to go to the playoffs again. Uh, Super Bowl. I mean, I, I I do. I I enjoy. I really like the Chiefs. If they make it to the Super Bowl, I'll be more than happy. The NFC side here. This is where things get crazy. Okay, so we got San Francisco versus Seattle. I'm not going to goof around. San Francisco's getting there. It is. I was waiting. Let's not. Let's not. Let's. We don't got to go there. Love a good realistic fan. There you go. Vikings versus the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. I honestly, this game is a coin flip for me. I don't think either of these teams is particularly good. Just realistically, I really don't. But the Vikings have, uh, I think that they're going to underestimate what the Giants are capable of. I think that they, um, the, the Giants just really need just a little bit out of their wide receivers. They just need to make it to where they can't stop the run the entire game. Giants, I honestly, I like, like I said, this is a coin flip for me. It can go either way. But I just think that like the Vikings feel like a fake. They feel like the biggest fakers of this entire bracket to me um you okay you think that the vikings are the biggest fakers in the entire bracket almost like almost all of their wins are one score games like they are they're finishing this with field goals almost every single time man hey uh, honestly i just think that new york is gonna do what new york football does in the playoffs and they're just gonna Uh, choke like i said it's a coin flip for me all i know is that the vikings are not making it to the super bowl okay they're getting stopped at some point uh, next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady ever. Streak is ending. Tampa Bay gets a home game 
Tom Brady in the playoffs at home against a team that's never beaten him. Tom Brady is going through, no doubt, in my mind. Give me America's team. Dak and Zeke, though they may be streaky that they are, they're going to come back and beat that streak. You know why? Because Tom Brady needs to go home, and he needs to be told he needs to go home in a very outright fashion. Mm, This is how it's going to go down. No, sir. Uh, On the other side, okay, so going into the divisional round, Eagles versus Giants. Eagles win this one in a landslide. Not Is that how it goes? They they reseed uh, the playoffs now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, And then you have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kyle Shanahan cannot handle a Tom Brady offense. He simply cannot. You really don't. Simply, uh, I mean, just because of the Falcons. Yeah, I know. Kyle Shanahan. We've seen what happens when he goes up against Tom Brady in a must-win situation in the most important of games. He fails as a coach. Tom Brady knows how to overcome. No way. Tom Brady beats the 49ers on his way to an NFC Championship. No way, man. I'm sorry. I just can't see it. I cannot see the Buccaneers getting past both the Cowboys and the 49ers. The 49ers have too many, too many weapons. I know they have Purdy. That's like, to me, that's the weak link is Purdy. I just don't Purdy see it happening. Go- Purdy is going to be exposed in these playoffs. He is. Playing in the, pl- playing in the playoffs is a much different situation. Not against the Buccaneers. Playing Against the Cowboys. This is going to be a low-scoring game, but Tom Brady is going to do what Tom Brady does, and he's going to win these games. This is a quarterback battle, and the the better quarterback is going to win. It's simple as that. Championship, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. AJ? Eagles. Tom Brady revenge game. No, no. It's not going to happen. Get out of here to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Now that he's in the NFC, he can stop the team that beat him from going to the Super Bowl, and he's going to do it, AJ. You're just doing Tom this to piss me Brady. off. I know you did. Tom Brady, go to did. the Super Bowl again. a lie. It's not going to happen. There's no yes, way it it's going to happen. No. Yes, it is. We're talking about the man who just set the single-season completion record, okay? We're talking about the man who led the league in passing yards, okay? This team is going to the Super Bowl. The Buck- Buffalo Bills versus the Tampa Bay Bucks in the big game. And guess who wins it, AJ? If you say the Buccaneers, guess who wins it? I'm going to lose it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No. You're just. There's, Listen no. to me. No. I, 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 went, I, I don't even want last to acknowledge year, this. Last year, I went on the fan controlled show and Josh McCuga was making fun of Tom Brady, talking about Tom Brady's career's over. He's got nothing left. He looks terrible. And I told Josh McCuga. I told Patrick Dees. I told Jeff Kanata. Tom Brady is going to the playoffs. They laughed at me, AJ. They laughed at me. They As called they me a madman. Should. And here he is. He is in the playoffs. Now, Tom Brady, the best to ever do it. Is he though? Is he, he absolutely though? is. He absolutely I'm just saying. Is. He I'm led the saying. league in passing yards. He set the record for single season completions. This All I'm saying year. is the NFL is licensed as an entertainment league, all right? If that happens, if that happens, if Tom Brady makes it to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl, not only is that proof, 
proof that they are fixing the games in his favor. I will literally no longer have to explain it because there's no way this geriatric quarterback can make it past all of these defenses and win the Super Bowl. You have got to be kidding. He's done it before. He's done it plenty of times before. When is Tom Brady always at his best? I'm just when saying. When people have doubted him. When they've told him it's time to hang it up. When he went to Buff- when he went to Buccaneers the very first time, people said, Tom, it's over. You don't have Bill Belichick anymore. People doubted Tom Brady. And that's when Tom Brady overcomes. That's what fuels Tom Brady. And now the whole world is doubting Tom Brady. I mean, that's a dangerous spot to be in. I don't think it is. I think it's a. I think it's a fair spot to be in. The man is a geriatric in terms of the like. If I was an opposing defense, I'd be worried I would break this man's hip if I got past the O line. He needs to be taking his O line out the night before every game and feeding them and telling them how much he appreciates them. Because damn it, Tom Brady without his O line is gonna get hurt. I'm just saying those guys better show up that at every game, at every game. It's going to happen. Lock it in. Oh, and, and thank Lock you, Freddie Airmail. Mahomes led the league in passing yards. Just saying. Did he? I thought he led the league in all purpose yards. I will never respect Tom Brady to Steven Swaddle, Swaddle, Swatelli. Swatelli. I'm going to go with Swatelli the third. Steven Swatelli the third. That sounds like a Boston name. So I expect you to be a Patriots fan. I disrespect Tom Brady. He is old. He needs to retire. Giselle made a good call in divorcing him. Bob's your uncle. There it is. You're going to see. You're going to see what happens. You're going to see what happens when you doubt Tom Brady in the playoffs. <sighs> Moving on to a different kind of playoffs college football playoffs. AJ, the college football playoffs are broken. Last week, we went on here. I told you this game was going to be an absolute blowout. And not only was it a blowout, AJ, it was the largest blowout in the history of college bowl games. It was a good game. I loved it. We got to stop letting these Mickey Mouse fake teams into the college playoffs. We can't, we can't, we can't do this anymore. We got only real teams. They're going to expand the college football playoffs next year it's going to be a disaster because you're going to have more situations like this where a fake team like tcu gets into the playoffs random upsets happen in the lower levels and then they just run into a brick wall in the championship we cannot allow this to happen anymore let's just at the end of every year let's let just let alabama and georgia play a game and that's the champion how about that I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I feel like a lot of other schools would hate that. Um, You're not wrong. You're not. But it's very similar in my mind to like the way the World Cup. Like, I think they should just, I don't know, man. Like, it it looks like the World Cup, in my opinion, their qualifiers. People are always asking, like, do we need to add more teams? Is it fair? This, that, or the other. And it's like, well, it's never going to be perfectly fair. It really isn't. Italy didn't get there. Morocco got past Spain and Portugal. Like, that's the way it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. It's unfortunate that, yes, the best teams are in the SEC, 100%. But if you if you go and focus only on, like, Alabama and Georgia or, like, the SEC as a whole and be like, yeah, the SEC is just going to be the national championship, it's not 
it's not a good look. Like, I think there needs to be a better situation. Maybe like, you know, more like a Champions League situation where there's, you know, relegation and stuff where like, if you're like, I, yeah, a I, Electric stuff. Greg Tarr put this in the, in, in the chat here. They yeah, there's motion relegation in college football. I love that idea. Let's get I think the real great. college football teams to play each other and the Mickey Mouse teams, they can go play down in lower divisions. Honestly, maybe we should just go back to the way it was in the 90s. Let's just vote for who the best, who wins the championship. Let's just do it by vote. Get rid of the playoffs altogether. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you'd upset a lot of people like that. And I think I we feel mostly like... upset ESPN. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Fan controlled right. college football. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I get, you know, thinkers idea percentage on that. Whoever takes that up. Yeah. All right. Let's move You're on. Like, move it on. <laughs> Let's move on to more college football talk. Specifically, John Williams composed a brand new theme for the college football championships. It's pretty dope. But AJ, I want to know. Best sports broadcast themes of all time. Oh, man. Give me that early 90s, like, NBA playoffs. I think that, to oh, me, yeah? is, like, the key. The, like, like that one. It's prime time. I, I of course, music. love, love, love the Fox NFL. Da, da, dun, da, da, da. You that know, one's good it's classic that one, man. that one comes on you just get hyped but i gotta say the best the best of all time is the current champions league theme it's so dope if you if you don't know it just go look it up listen to it the champions league theme it's awesome it's the best i mean league of legends has a great broadcast theme but it's mostly like heavy metal and pop punk music so that's i've, why I've never about. really i've never really gotten into the esports thing i don't know if i didn't know that they had like like themes to open it up yeah yeah it's kind of wild that they like go out and like ask these bands to be like hey can you do our theme for this year it's like sure yeah this is what we need in season 3.0 for fan controlled football is a is a top level amazing opening broadcast theme yeah something something like the fox monday night football where it just gets you hyped up you know exactly what it is when you hear it that's what i want that's a great idea man i i you know i, I feel like you got to get like an orchestra and like get a lot of people involved can, can we hit up bone crusher it's gotta have producers right it's gotta have a it's gotta have horns. horn section yeah yeah so I feel like we got to hit a bone crusher. He'll know somebody out there that, yeah. that that's got horns. He's got his finger on the pulse. The man made trap music for gosh darn sake. Also, just I mean, we're talking sports themes. Might as well just throw it out there. The theme for this show, uh, pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm 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 a pretty good fan. I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of it. You know, because I yeah. worked on it. Yeah, I I, I, th- I think it's one of the best out there. I think it's better than anything ESPN has on their shows. Oh, thanks, man. Literally, I was like, let's listen to all these other sports broadcast shows and listen to their intro. And it's kind of lame, just just music. And I'm like, all right, let's beat it. That that that, yeah. that was my my and goal. We and we, we did. did. We're better than those shows in a lot of ways. But the, the, the number one way is that we have the better theme song. OK, yeah, this... that, that, then we're respectful towards each other. We don't. Yeah, yeah we're not. We're, we're we not. Don't skip Bayless. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, don't like that at all. No, no. 
Okay, so this next topic, I don't really got a take for it or anything. I just wanted to talk about it because it's been a weird thing that's been happening for a couple weeks now. This entire situation with Carlos Correa. Um, so if you didn't know, so Carlos Correa, uh, he he was on the Minnesota Twins. He had himself a three-year, $105 million deal. Um, it included an opt-out, and he decided to opt-out after this season, test the free agency market. The Giants, San Francisco Giants, my favorite team, they locked up Carlos Correa. They gave him a 13-year, $350 million deal. Then, on the day that they're going to announce the deal, have the big press conference with Carlos Correa. Fails. Of, there's something in the physical that the Giants don't like. They want to put a pause on things. Out of nowhere, Steve Cohen and the Mets sign Carlos Correa to a 12-year $315 million deal. The exact same thing happens. Carlos Correa takes a physical. There's something in the physical they don't like. Now, he's back on the Twins. Six-year, $200 million. I've never seen anything like this in all of all of sports. Just like a player. He, he, was, he was a 13-year deal. $350 million. And then a month later, he's on a different team for six years and $150 million less. It's ridiculous. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen happen in free agency in sports. Yeah, he like signed three contracts. Like, not really, but kind of. Like, they just didn't go, all right, we'll sign the other end because you passed everything. We did our due diligence and see that, you know, you're, you're good to go. Nah, he didn't do that. So it's just, I agree, man. It's one of the funniest, wildest stories to come out of a free agency in a long time. But you know what? I'm genuinely here for it. I love it. I, I, I love seeing these wacky stories. And I'm not a huge baseball fan. I wish I loved baseball more. But, like, this is one of those situations where it's fun to pay attention. Yeah. It, it is one of those. It's just been following on Twitter. Now you get an, you're getting all the Carlos Correa memes of just like Carlos Correa has agreed to a deal with Waffle House pending a physical. <laughs> it's it's like it, he's the uh, MLB version of the Kevin Durant. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm the, leaving uh, I'm the, leaving uh, and taking my talents. My next somewhere. chapter. Yeah, my next chapter, yeah. Love it. Ah, uh, okay. Next story we got here, AJ. This is this one developed last night. We put in the emergency text to each other, being like, "This is something we absolutely have to talk about." Oh, yeah, yeah. There's still so little known about this story right now. It's pure speculation, but rumor broke last. So yet yesterday, Stephanie McMahon resigns as one of the co-CEOs of WWE, steps down from the board. Vince McMahon is re-elected chairman of the board for the WWE. Then the rumors start coming out that WWE is being sold to the Saudi Arabian government. Now, it's almost guaranteed WWE is about to be sold. Part of the reason this entire situation happened was Vince McMahon said that he will not approve a sale as the majority shareholder unless he is on the board when the sale is happening. So one can be one can assume his daughter stepped down from the board, allowing him to take it over because a sale is imminent. But to Saudi Arabia? Yeah, not What's the best. What's happening? 
I don't, I, I genuinely, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I, I could say that I'm shocked and or surprised, but I'm not. Uh, look at how much they've like pumped their like crown jewel event or yeah it's crown jewel right it's not crown, crown jewel Ro- yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say crown royal and i'm like no nah, that's a drink <laughs> uh i don't think no. you're allowed to drink crown royal in saudi arabia you're not you're not <laughs> and like i i don't know if if anybody you know listening to this or watching this has watched any of those crown jewel events it's awkward it's weird it doesn't feel right especially no, because like I, the women matches have to like cover up everything well, at first they weren't even allowed to go yeah they and then they eventually agreed that they were they would allow the women to wrestle like as long as they were covered up all the way to the neck um which it, is wild and i'm sure very uncomfortable like yeah uh from the first time that they announced that they were doing these crown jewel events i said i'm just not gonna watch one they're completely unnecessary they have nothing to do with the story of wwe it's these one-off huge events where and honestly they ruined storylines like when they brought back Shawn michaels uh to wrestle the undertaker despite that being one of the greatest retirements in the history of wrestling that storyline um and so like when they announced they were doing this first deal with the saudi Arabian government i swore never gonna watch any wwe in involving things with the saudi arabian government it's totally unnecessary to my life i don't have to do it I don't like what goes on in Saudi Arabia, especially, I mean, if anybody remembers uh, the murder of the journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi and just countless other things MBS and that government has done. I'm not into it. I don't participate with things going on there. I think if WWE does, in fact, sell to Saudi Arabia, I don't think I'm ever going to watch WWE again. I already only tune in for like the big four. Yeah. And there's a there is a wrestling company who honestly I like better right now. So I don't like really AEW need them. better. <laughs> I I mean I I I love the wrestlers in AEW because I was a huge fan of New Japan back in the day. So yeah. I like Kenny Omega and the Bucks. I like Adam Cole. I like all these guys in AEW. I can get by just watching AEW for the rest of my life if I have to. I can get by just watching New Japan for the rest of my life if that's the only wrestling I need. I don't need WWE. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I agree. I, I I haven't been. I never was a WWE fan. I was always a WCW guy. Like when WCW was bought okay, out Mr. by Georgia. Hey, hey, you're not wrong. All right. Um, but genuinely, like once they were bought out, like uh, it was hard for me to watch something else. I started watching TNA. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Sting fan. I watched TNA for a little bit. But that weird Joker trend that he did, I wasn't a fan of. Uh, so I-, I tuned out for for a long time. Uh, I came back during the pandemic. Still didn't like what WWE was doing. It still felt the same thing where they put over the big guys with the muscles and kind of you know, don't really put over the ethnic guys with the actual skill and talent. And then I saw AEW that was doing the exact opposite, giving anybody and everybody with the talent an opportunity. So I'm a huge fan of AEW. I'm perfectly happy not watching WWE. I'm cool with it. uh, As much as I, I say that, I'm saddened to all the fans of wwe and not only the fans but the the wrestlers themselves 
because a lot of these wrestlers are going to end their contracts if this does happen. This is not a good thing for the average wrestler at WWE. It, it may help a few. I know that some are looking forward to a bigger pay raise, which would be great. But to all the female wrestlers, the wrestlers that fall under, you know, other flags like gay, lesbian, you know, bisexual, transgender, anyone that falls underneath those flags, they can no longer work there. It's going to be a situation where the women's division is going to get cut severely. And the only thing I can think of is this is going to be great for AEW. Like they're going to take a lot of talent. Or I uh, mean, you even look at a guy like um, Sami Zayn, who um, yeah refuses to wrestle at the Crown Jewel shows because yep. he has um, uh, he's got a lot of like um, his whole background and things like that. He he really doesn't mess with those kind of regimes, you know. Uh, so it's it creates an interesting situation for those guys. Um, if if that's what finally gets Sami Zayn out of WWE if this brings the return of El Generico um, I will be so happy honestly all this is telling me is that like the AEW is going to be nuts because the things that AEW was missing genuinely to me was a better women's division and this is just going to help build that not only that man the new day it's just more and more reason for them. literally all of their friends that they did up, up, down, down with have left WWE to go to AEW. The only, including, uh, what is it? Uh, what's, what's her name? She's in the women's division at AEW. Athena. That's what she's going by now. Even she left too. It, it's going to be one of those things where like, I hope, pray the new day comes over and then the tag team, trios and tag team like division in AEW would be unmatched yeah man this is just i mean it we're just gonna have to see how all this plays out because like there are people like ariel hawani who are he's a, a really credible reporter who's reporting right now it hasn't happened saudi arabia is like one of the people putting in an offer he doesn't believe yeah. that they're gonna get sold to saudi arabia so well we will see what ends up happening with this but this is they probably uh, can offer the most money, though. So, and if I know anything about the Vince, exactly, you know. and also there's the you know the Saudi Arabia government probably will never fire him from the board. He's probably he never has to worry about the thing that happened to him last year ever again. True, so there's a lot of things going on there that I'm just we're on red alert right now, fans. That's what I'm going to tell you. We're on red alert. Um, let's get into a, a topic uh, more in, like much less dark topic um the brooklyn nets i mean we i put this in over the weekend on the dock and of course as soon as i put in a brooklyn nets topic kevin durant sprains his mcl yeah yep. i saw that yep the brooklyn nets are it looks like they're starting to put things together they're they're back to winning a lot of games with the number two seed in the east right now they're playing extremely well uh ben simmons is turning into a contributor shocking not, not for us Ben Simmons truthers, man. We knew it the entire time. Huge Ben Simmons fan. Huge Ben Simmons fan. Are you actually? Yeah, I actually am. Big Genuinely? That's hilarious, but good good for you. He's, 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 I mean, and this is going to be a chance for him to step up in this, in this offense, too, when Kevin Durant 
goes away. Like this is a real, real chance for him to step up to the player that he was at the beginning in Philadelphia, because this guy can be explosive. Um, he was has considered Brooklyn an all-star. Finally, have they figured out the formula here, AJ? Yeah, I, I genuinely do. I, it all really j- depends on how they do without Kevin Durant while he's healing from this injury. Uh, I think Kevin Durant, is arguably the lead standout guy, in my opinion, for MVP this season. He's doing a lot to put that team on his back. But at the same time, you know, like I said, it's going to come down to if they can win a few games. I'm not asking them to win every game without Kevin Durant, but if they can win a few, that shows me that they have the grit and determination to get through into the playoffs. Because in the playoffs, you cannot rely on one person. We've seen time and time again that teams that rely on one player, once they get to the playoffs, they get exposed. You look at the it, Denver Nuggets. You exactly. look at the Dallas Mavericks. That's exactly what happens. The da- Even when Dirk won it, it was a, like, I'm not going to say it was a miracle, but like he... That was a deep veteran roster. Those it was guys a, contributed. Exactly. He had teammates that helped to do it. He was the lead guy for sure, but he had, like you said, contributors to help him. He had a team, a re- built for that run. And this is the prime opportunity for the Nets to prove that. I I genuinely think that the Nets have a great opportunity this year of making it not only to the finals, but winning it. I'm going to say it. I feel like Golden State is always going to be Golden State and do what Golden State does. The West is always dangerous. But I feel like, you know, Brooklyn definitely has a chance this year. It's finally, after all these years of Brooklyn being like considered a top tier team on paper and then not panning out. It it seems like because the expectations were so low this beginning of the season that they can finally, finally exceed expectations. Yeah. So, uh, so they uh, tomorrow, I believe they're going to play the Boston Celtics, the number one seed without Kevin Durant. So this is going to be a real test for them. It's a great defensive team. They're the number yep. one team in the East. They're playing extremely well. Um, I do believe that the Nets are going to be buyers at the uh, the deadline here. I think that they're going to add some players, maybe you know a um, a really good defensive player besides Ben Simmons, um, and that could really sure up what this team needs to take them deep into the playoffs. And um, I'd really like to see it. Uh, I'd like to see the. Th- Kevin Durant going to the Nets was supposed to be this big deal, and it's just never ended up being that way. So um, if they finally got it figured out, I'd be really happy for them. I'd like to see what goes on there. Yeah. Um, uh, t- we got another basketball topic here, uh, but this one is we're not totally sure uh, all the details on this, but a tweet just went out over the weekend. They're going to have women in, in fan-controlled hoops. It's going to be a gender-integrated league. Uh, something I've never seen before in basketball. Um, AJ, thoughts? I mean, I'm about it. Uh, I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to tell you guys a story, okay? okay. Uh, I, I used to play basketball in high school. I, I went to a very small school, and when I say small, I mean that in both senses of the term, height-wise and quantity-wise. So... For my varsity squad, senior and junior year, I was the backup center for the team. Uh, I'm a mere six foot. Yeah, it was it was rough, especially playing in Georgia. But there was a moment where uh, me and one of my good friends were getting clowned on by the uh, best players on the female team, varsity team. 
And it was a it was an opportunity where we were challenged and our dignity was at hand. And it wasn't a good opportunity to say the least. Let's just say if we won, we beat girls in basketball. If we lost, we beat girls in basketball. See, I don't like that. I think this is a great opportunity to show the world that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a female. If you get wrecked by somebody, especially a girl, like if you get wrecked by anybody, especially a girl in basketball, it's cool. That's awesome. I want to see people be able to do that genuinely. I, I want to have that. If it, the only reason why you cannot play in a league should be your skill set. That's the only reason. And I don't want little kids to be like upset or little boys to be upset if they lost to some girls in basketball, because genuinely, if they're better than you and dunking on you, you deserve to lose. It's about a skill in these streets and that's how it should be. So I'm cool. I'm about it. Needless to say, we won. It wasn't a great outing, but (laughs) you know, it shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue whether or not you like destroy somebody in basketball, regardless of sex. If you're better than them, you're better than them. And that's how it should be. That should be the only determining factor of whether or not you play professionally. It doesn't matter your gender. It just matters if you can get that ball in the hoop. Yeah, I I am a I'm a very big women's basketball fan. I am currently, you know, I'm rocking my WNBA hoodie right now. I'm super excited. Uh, we're literally today WNBA free agency kicks off. I'm excited. Next season's going to be awesome. Um, I I love the way the women are playing basketball in the WNBA. It is it's more of the stuff that I like to see. It's it's excellent passing. It's point guards playing like actually point guards um the shooting is great um i you can dump it into the big one you the big woman in the WNBA. you can have a woman down there in the post you can dump it off she can go to work you don't get that in the nba anymore except for you know if you're watching the denver nuggets uh so (laughs) i i I really enjoy watching the league i thought that the 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 vegas aces versus the seattle storm was the best playoff basketball series of all last year, NBA, WNBA included. Um, the NBA championship was a little boring last year. I'm not going to lie. Most, like, there were only a couple good playoff games last year. Like, it was really mostly was. pretty boring. And the WNBA playoffs were awesome. So, like, I really hope more people start getting into women's sports, especially women's basketball, because I love it. Um, I do hope, I mean, look, the WNBA is not, a. they're not making a lot of money in the WNBA right now. Salaries are low. The league is really trying to screw them over in a lot of regards. There's potential. All-star MVP champion, like trophy. Yeah. Like that's not cool. I I, I honestly think that there's potential. Like F fan controlled hoops could potentially compete price wise with women's basketball in terms of bringing in free agents. Like that's not out of the realm. Like we, we're never going to sign like, you know, an NFL star into, into fan controlled football. We just can't compete in the price structure there. Right. We can get a veteran. We can get a guy who's done, but we can't get like a star. We could probably match Brianna Stewart's contract, right? (laughs) Honestly, no joke. Just imagine the amount of like media presence, uh, social media like memes that would come out of 
if like we just got a team of all-star women from the WNBA, like, and they just whomped every like other team. Like that'd be nuts to see. Not only that, I would love to see like if we got Brianna Stewart, I would try to get her on whatever team I was supporting, just purely because she is very talented. And not only that, just the amount of like anger and fumingness that these guys' egos would like the egos would get take a check instantly. And it'd be great to see live because this girl would just still keep doing what she does. Girl, woman, I'm sorry. I apologize. This phenomenal, talented human will still do what she does because she is that talented and good. And that's the way it should be. I I think like the interesting balance here is going to be, I think that you can find women who are better than some of the men in the league on offense, but will unfortunately be defensive liabilities. This is what Kelsey Plum has talked about when she's talked about like, could you match up against an NBA player? And she says, I can shoot with them. I can't play defense against them. Like a six, five, you know, power forward or whatever. I can't match up with that. But, but I can score with the best of them. But neither can Trey Young. That's what exactly. I'm saying, though. If and you get one female, right? Exactly. But if you get one female player surrounded by a bunch of dudes who can play defense and allow her, her to shine, yeah, it can. Why totally, not? And especially totally in, a, in a league like fan controlled hoops, three v three, it's gonna it's gonna reward great shot selection, right? I think this is a place where, like, honestly, this is the best case scenario for uh, a mixed gendered sports. I'm, I'm really interested in it. Yeah, we should some we we need to get like Renee Montgomery or somebody to come in here and 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 talk to us about it or something. I would love that, honestly. So would I. I mean, that would be amazing. Big fan. Uh, okay, close out the show today, AJ. I got a new game for us to play. Oh yes, I forgot. Yeah, I, I have, I have a topic. Okay, okay. This is a new game. It's called Off the Top 3. Here's how it's going to work, everybody. AJ and I are both going to make a top three bracket, uh, a top three list right now. Catch is, neither of us know the subject we're going to be making a top three list for. I have a topic for AJ. AJ has a topic for me. Neither of us has seen the topic until right now. We got to give a top three off the top of the head. AJ, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, AJ, I'm going to start you off with an easy one, okay? Okay. Give me your top three professional wrestlers. Oh, like right now or just ever? All time. All time, okay. Uh, I got to go with number three. Uh, I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio. Excellent pick, excellent pick. Genuinely, the man brought luchador like wrestling style wrestling to the forefront and made it seem that small men can keep up with the giants, and it's great. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with Sting. He's he's my favorite, all time favorite. Uh, I think he's not the best in ring talent, but the way he manages to tell a story by saying nothing, I think is something that no other wrestler has been able to do in his life other than maybe like Kane and the undertaker. Those my, three guys my, are up there. My all time favorite, uh, wrestling, like playing the video game, WCW, um, what was it? Uh, 2000 or whatever. The, uh, sting with the baseball, baseball bat. bat. Yep. The best, everybody best 
all time. That, that's like the most iconic like wrestler and like weapon pairing too. And then finally, I'm going to go with Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, I think he's just, he has a storied like history in, in wrestling. He was bone saw in Spider-Man. He doesn't have the best track with women, but you know, the best thing about him is at the end of his life, he tried to make up for what he did wrong. So the I, the I'm crop. big, he's the cream of the crop, man. And he has the best, in my opinion, the best voice to mimic ever. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Good list. I like the list. All right. I like it. Now I guess we got to keep with the same theme then. Cause okay. mine, cause I had this picked out ahead of time. So this is just coincidence. Uh, what three wrestlers would you love to see leave WWE and come to AEW? Okay. Um, in no particular order, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Sami Zayn. Um, huge Sami Zayn fan. The only wrestling DVD that I still own to this day is The Many Adventures of El Generico over there. I'm a massive, massive Sami Zayn fan. Um, Tyler Breeze. I'm going to do a deep cut here. I okay. love Tyler Breeze. Um, if you're not familiar, he was huge in NXT. He wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger in a WWE show. He's the only guy to ever do that. One of the best wrestlers of all time, if you didn't know. I think the guy's an amazing personality. I think he didn't get enough shine in WWE. So give me no. Tyler Breeze. And then um, has Cesaro left? Yep. Yes. Yeah, he's on AEW. He's on AEW now? Okay. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's been a champion at AEW for a while. So, um, Let me get... Mm. Kevin Owens. If I'm taking Sami Zayn, then I also have to get Kevin Owens. So I was expecting like you know a Charlotte Flair, maybe a like Becky Lynch. Yeah. See, the thing is, I was into independent wrestling for so long, and I've seen those guys at their peaks. And AEW is like independent wrestling pro wrestling yeah it's it's what those guys got to do but now on a much much bigger stage um yeah. oh, man there are there but there are so many guys like like finn balor like oh my god if we could go back to like how great finn balor was in new japan with when he started the bullet club think about it finn and cody came back to AEW gun club oh, gun club that'd be our art even like aj styles like yep Gun Club. <laughs> so there. Oh no, no, no. You know what? No, no. I know. I know who it is. I know who my number never mind, was. Never I know mind. who my number was. I know. I know who it is. Shinsuke Nakamura, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, the king of strong style, who doesn't wrestle strong style anymore. That guy used to knee people's heads into the audience. Okay. Yeah, and with all the New Japan people that come over to AEW, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh. He like he should have come over to America as the Japanese Brock Lesnar, just like the sh- toughest dude of all time. If you've never watched a new Japan Shinsuke Nakamura match, they are insane. He literally looks like he's killing people in the ring. So give me Shinsuke. I want to see the King of strong style back at the top. I'm about it. I I, I would love to see that. I, I'm still going to say new day. Give me the new day. Yeah. Just no, new day, new, day, new day is a great, great pick. I love the new day so much. That that's all three for me. It's just the new day. All three, the new day. Just all, just the new day. Just that's my three. All right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week's. Don't cause a ruckus. 
Everybody, thank you for watching it in the chat. If you're at home, listen to this the day after or the week after. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening. Um, again, we stream every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash sports, youtube.com slash at sports. You can also check out the VODs where you should give this a like. You should leave a comment. AJ, what should the people leave in the comment on the YouTube if they're watching on the YouTube? How great it is. Just, you know, how much you love our beautiful faces, uh, how brilliant our sports takes are, how much better we are than ESPN and tag ESPN and mm-hmm. just be like, yo, get Bayless, say get Bayless, especially better than you just give them sponsorships. Go, go, go to Twitter. They have a, like a recording of our thing. Just go to fan control sports at fan control sports. And then just take our tweet that is this video right now that I'm speaking to you. This is what you're going to do right now. Do it as we speak right now. Go to Twitter. And then you're just going to go, hey, Skip, we found your replacements because your take on the uh, the Hamlin situation was terrible. 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 These guys are better. Give them money. (laughs) Your brother made tacos. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and you can also find the show podcast services around the world, fan controlled sports feed, where there's a bunch of other cool shows like the Info Arcade show that goes live on Tuesdays that AJ is also on. The fan controlled show, which is on Thursdays tomorrow with Josh McCuga and Patrick Dees and Ray Austin, Jeff Kanata, the coolest guys in the world. Um, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. But oh. until next time. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, I do have breaking news right now. Breaking that US, news? Yes, USFL's Pittsburgh Maulers uh, head coach, Kirby Wilson, has stepped down from personal reasons. Breaking news. Breaking news. Huge. Bye. <laughs> All right. Until Sorry. next time. Keep the ruckus to a minimum. This has been a presentation of the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Comment, rate, and subscribe to this feed for all of your favorite fan-controlled shows. If you'd like to create a podcast or live stream a show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.